Welcome to the Beyond Ordinary Women podcast. Every two weeks, we post podcast versions of one of our free training videos, or you can access our videos now at beyondordinarywomen.org. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, I'm Kay Daigle of Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries, and I'm delighted to welcome Jody Nisnik today to talk with us about leadership lessons from Moses. Jody has been in pastoral ministry for over 12 years, but now she is focusing on writing and studying and speaking. And I'm just delighted that she was able to join us. She has written a Bible study called Choose, a study of Moses for life that matters. And I know that you as a leader will really glean a lot from what Jody has to say. Uh, to, in this particular video, which is really just going to be the first of four videos, podcasts that we're producing here, uh, she is going to talk about discerning the Lord's call. And that's a really important thing for leaders to understand. It's really important for anybody. So even if you don't consider yourself a leader, I think that this particular video will be very, very helpful to you. So welcome, Jody. We're so glad that you are with us today. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Well, I know that we're going to talk about Moses, and I think everybody knows something about Moses. If they haven't read the Bible, they probably have watched the Ten Commandments, which we do, I think, about every year on Easter. I think it shows up on the television. So people know something about Moses, but it may not or may not be real accurate. But I know that as you lead us through through his story, we need to kind of get a background of who he is so that when you teach about the lessons that we're learning, we know where we are in the story. So as we begin this particular uh video podcast, would you just kind of start at the beginning with Moses' story and give us a synopsis of what's going on? Yeah, I'll just give you, it's a real brief synopsis. Moses's story is found in the book of Exodus, which is the second book of the Bible. And um, Moses is a Hebrew, so he's a part of the Jewish people. And in, in his story, he is or he enters into the picture when the Jewish people have been enslaved by the Egyptians for 400 years-ish around there. It's actually a little before because Moses releases them. Uh, that's his mission. His calling is to go and release the people. But Moses uh, winds up born into Egyptian slavery. And the, the Hebrew people had been growing and, and becoming just so huge that Pharaoh, who's like the king of the Egyptians, starts to get very nervous that he's going to lose his workforce and his entire economy, his luxurious lifestyle and the lifestyle of his people have been built on the backs of these Hebrews. And so he starts to feel this anxiety that they're going to lose, lose their edge. Uh, so he does drastic things and he tries to start killing off the baby boys um, that are Hebrews to try and kind of squelch down the population a little bit. Just in God's 
sovereignty. Moses actually lives. We've seen the baby in the basket. Uh, he, his mother protects him, puts him in a basket and Pharaoh's daughter actually adopts him. So it's just such an ironic twist because Moses is actually raised in the palace. He's raised as royalty, even though he was someone that the Pharaoh was trying to kill. He grows up 40 years later, he winds up killing a man. This sends him um, on the run and he winds up in the desert then for another 40 years. And that's where we meet Moses in kind of this like pinnacle moment of his life, which is he's a shepherd. He's just out doing shepherd's work, daily work, probably wondering what the rest of his life is going to be. And he notices that there is a bush on fire in the desert. And so he stops and he sees this bush and God talks to him from the bush. And so that's, that's kind of where we are in the story and where I'm going to pull a leadership lesson from. Right. And, you know, a physical bush burning, but which isn't consumed is basically what the Bible says about it is would have been a really interesting thing. And of course, that's where God does call him to go back to Egypt and lead his people out of slavery. But we don't really have a lot of burning bushes around. So how do we, how can we learn from this particular experience of Moses? Yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's so true. Wouldn't it be nice if we walked out in our backyard and there was a bush that was on fire and you're like, Hey, what's going on? And it starts talking to you and God tells you exactly what he wants you to do. I've often thought that would be amazing, but I, while we don't get those burning bushes, I do actually think God speaks to us in much the same way because he is a God that takes ordinary things and he makes them extraordinary. And that's exactly what happened with this burning bush. Something ordinary became extraordinary and Moses stopped and noticed it. And I think truly that's one of the things that we as leaders need to be doing and cultivating in our lives is we need to create enough margin in our lives um, and space so that we are regularly sitting to notice what is God doing? Where is he taking something ordinary and moving it into something extraordinary? And those are the circumstances in our lives. It's also just sitting with the Lord and letting him kind of tap us on the shoulder and prompt us through prayer. Um, so those are some of the ways that I think we just as leaders need to pay attention Another thing that God did, obviously, is he spoke with an audible voice to Moses. And gosh, again, that would be so nice if we could have an audible voice. And yet scripture tells us that we get something better because we have the Holy Spirit who indwells us. When Jesus left, he's like, it is better that I go away because I'm sending the spirit and the spirit is going to teach you and the spirit's going to remind you and convict you and lead you. So we have the Holy Spirit who indwells in us. We also have God's word. So as leaders, we need to know his word because then we can know what his voice sounds like. Um, and again, just prayer or how are we talking, talking to God and cultivating that experience in our lives. So those are some of the ways that I think it's important for us to see the burning bushes in our lives. Well, what about you? I mean, personally, you've just gone through a transition where you've moved out of pastoral ministry. And how, how specifically have you followed these same points that you see Moses go through? Yeah, I, so I have been through a really intense season of discernment. And so I feel like I've been walking real time through this process uh, and I, and as I was reflecting back on the story of Moses, I started seeing all of the ways that God had been really speaking to me through burning bushes. And 
so for example, I felt God start nudging me in prayer as I was praying. It felt like he was inviting me to, to listen to something. And so then I had a choice. I had a choice to either stop and notice, or I had a choice to turn away and run the other direction because I liked my comfort. I liked what's known. I like to know what I'm doing the next day, the next year. And so God just kept kind of tapping on my shoulder. And, and I think that's something as leaders we need to know is true is that just like the bush that was on fire and never got consumed when, when the spirit is really moving in our lives, if we will pray about it and then pray about it again and pray about it again and keep seeking him earnestly, that there will be a, a kind of a burning inside of us that also doesn't go away. And I think that's one of the ways that we know this is actually from the Lord. It's, it's this kind of smoldering inside of us. Now we, of course, we can, you know, quench the Holy spirit. We can turn away and we can ignore him and he will grow quiet because we're not listening anymore. But if we earnestly seek and listen that, that, um, spirit stirring will keep happening. And that was exactly what was happening with me. The other things I think that are really important is, is people around you that know you know, your calling. And, and so I was able to just lean into people and ask them, Hey, this is what I sense the Lord is leading. What do you think? And over and over and over again, it was, yeah, it seems like that's the right thing. And also praying and asking God specifically, what should I do? What are you calling me to? What does this look like? And he started answering specific prayers because I would ask him, okay, Lord, if this is really where we're headed, can you, can you help this conversation point me in the right direction? And God was so faithful to do that over and over again. One more thing that I want to point out about Moses is, you know, Moses questioned God. And I think that's absolutely okay for us to have questions for God, especially when he's stirring something huge in our lives. His question to God was, who am I that I should go and do this thing? And I love God's response to him because God responds to Moses. I will be with you. <laughs> he doesn't say, oh, Moses, you're the guy for the job. I've got, uh, this is what I want you to do. This is the next 15 steps. All he says is, I will be with you. And that's really the promise that we have to cling to. If we seek him, he will be with us. He won't make his will a mystery. He'll let us know what it is because that's the kind of God we serve. Absolutely. And as someone who has made several moves in ministry, not necessarily um, jobs, but even just volunteer moves in ministry through the years, I've I really resonate with all the points that you have brought up and with the fact that God is going to keep at us until he makes his will clear and we respond. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much, Jody. This was an excellent lesson from, from the life of Moses. And I can, can't wait to hear the next video podcast, which is going to be about God knows best. You know, when I was a girl, there was a, a show on TV, Father Knows Best, but the truth is we know that it's actually God who knows best. So I'm looking forward to that. And we thank you all for joining us. And we hope you will join us for the next video and podcast. Thanks for listening to the Beyond Ordinary Women podcast. You can find more podcast episodes and resources for women in leadership by going to beyondordinarywomen.org. This podcast is produced by Beyond Ordinary Women Ministry. 
Our production team includes Evelyn Babcock, Kay Daigle, Deborah Herring, and Sharifa Stevens. Theme music, Back in Stride by Don Miller, used courtesy of Christine Miller.